0: live brunch we are
1: live (laughs) welcome to another episode of
0: live brunch
1: live brunch
0: live brunch. brunch
1: Um, Hello, welcome to Life Ranch. I'm joined today by the wonderful Christine and Matt fresh from his talk Um, and today we'll be continuing the conversation on the topic of challenge and rebuke and yeah this series has been a challenge indeed. Um, But yes so Matt in his talk was talking about what is a rebuke, how do we do it and what does it show us about God? That's what he covered. Yeah. yeah Christine, do you, do you want to share some, some questions for people to think about this week?
2: Yeah. We're going to be carrying on this conversation in a few minutes, but we'd really love you to carry on with the conversation with your friends, in your small group, or whoever yeah. you're with. So, um, the questions this week we'd like you to think about are, what's your experience of rebuke? Have you been rebuked? Or have you rebuked someone? And how did that go? Did it go well? did it go badly and then just think about well why was that and then secondly just think about which of your relationships are you most likely to apply this teaching in and thirdly um, just thinking about God as somebody who rebukes us how does that make you feel about God and what does it tell us about God so some great questions there I think just to begin to unpack this a bit more that's really good so just touching on that first question that
1: you mentioned um what would do do you have do you have experience with that what is your experience with that
2: yeah Uh, of being rebuked yes I have experience of being rebuked and of sometimes, not so often, um, having to rebuke people occasionally. And I'd say that I've had a kind of mixed experience that sometimes it's been handled really well. Um, It's always felt uncomfortable whether I've been rebuking someone or whether it sounds like I make a practice of it, I don't. Um, or whether um, I've been rebuked. And I think that's quite normal. And I think it's really important to know that this is just not comfortable and it's really uncomfortable for a person who is rebuking someone yeah. as well. I know that often you feel like your heart's in your mouth and you don't want to hurt someone. You don't want you know, there to be harm to your relationship. There's all that going on inside your head as well. But because you're wanting to do it for the good of the person, Mm-hmm. and maybe other people around them, mm-hmm. you still go for it. So um, I think the there one time when it wasn't handled so well for me personally was when someone sent someone else to rebuke me right. on their behalf. Oh, okay. And so it wasn't going and talking to your brother yeah. or sister in this yeah. case. Um, so that felt very exposing that mm-hmm. they talked to somebody else and then sent them. To me yeah. um so it that was difficult
0: mm. yeah. yeah but again it's but why do you enjoy it then christine like why why do you do it anyway it's because you're looking you put that, that long-term absolutely. perspective isn't it
2: absolutely and sometimes
0: you know But you're helping people not to see something they might not have seen. Yeah,
2: I think what often happens, I mean, when we're talking about rebuking people, we're often, probably always, talking about things that people have got a blind spot about. Mm. And sometimes, quite often I think, it's because they've built up a kind of narrative around that. Oh, it's okay for me to do this because of X, Y, and Z, or Mm. I Mm. can't change, or those kind of things. And um, often, Um, what we're doing when we're rebuking people is kind of dismantling that kind of stuff because then people are able to see it for the sin that it is. Whereas perhaps they've been believing a story that excuses themselves. So what we're trying to do is help people see that the real issue is sin and actually it's really important because it's important to God.
0: Yeah, yeah. And we we all need that. I need that. I need that because I'm not, you know, seeing the truth in my life and you know and there's when someone challenges me or corrects me it's that you're pointing out something that is helpful now the truth does hurt we talked about sometimes we don't want to it's 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 preferable it's more comfortable to remain in our ignorance (laughs) of that but you know god doesn't want that for us and ultimately if we if if our hearts are the right place we don't want that for us we'd rather that long-term realizing stuff you know because i think that's perhaps one of the things i didn't say so much in the sermon but in the long term this, this does lead to you know fruitfulness for yes. us you know for people you know when, and especially when you know someone like myself is up there uh, preaching and that sort of thing for people to correct me if things that I've done wrong even even when preaching I think that's going to help it's gonna, and if it helps me it's going to help other people so I think that, that sort of long-term perspective of it, I know that's helped, helped me as yes. well. Yes,
2: really yeah, and it, and it should always be in an atmosphere of grace, yeah. shouldn't it? Mm. Um, that's good. And, and we're not being asked to be the kind of um, our brother's police force, yeah, you know, yeah, that we're yeah. going out looking uh, for stuff. Yeah. We're not. It's just when things occur that we notice and that yeah. we yeah. Mm. feel that we need to say something about. That's
1: really good. That's really good. Um, so, yeah, we've got... We've got Quite a few questions on the chat. Brilliant. Um, but I'm so I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on those in a moment before we get there. Mm. Um, something I would like to bring up that's quite topical on this theme of rebuke. So, yeah. Matt, you talked about rebuke being something correcting, um, being correcting something that is wrong. And one of the key things going on right now is the rollout of the vaccine. Uh, now, while the government is telling us to get it, there's a lot online and even from some Christian sources telling us a different story about this. Um, so yeah, what do you think about that? Should we, should we rebuke people who are against the vaccine?
0: I think what I'd say to that is a couple of things. I think speak, speaking personally for, um, that I've looked into it, I don't see any ethical or moral reason not to get the vaccine. I think if it's something that's going to help save lives, if it's going to help us fill this room and have, you know, worshipping together and uh, get back to some sort of normality, that's a a very positive thing. So there's a number of positive reasons Mm -hmm. to embrace that. Um, I think on the, on the topic of, well, should we rebuke others, correct others who disagree on that? Well, I think with any topic like this, where there might be an ethical or moral um, aspect to it that you need to figure out, the only thing I would rebuke or correct in someone if I saw it would be uh, a posture towards that that would be embracing any information uncritically and I think there is a danger of that with what we're facing and what's going around online with this topic. Because from a Christian point of view, what I see in the Bible is that, that God loves truth and God wants us to uh, embrace what is true and what is good. Um, and, also that, and um, you know, not, not, treat that, not treat that lightly. And I think, yes, as you say, there are things that are going on around right now online that perhaps come from questionable sources or even the sources you're not quite looked into them robustly and I think I, I don't think even if that piece of information seems to come at you and fits with a worldview that you have even from a sort of Christian point of view we shouldn't be quick to just embrace that oh that must be right and all these other people are saying something else is, is wrong no I think a Christian has a responsibility and I would say this to everyone in our church to, to try and look at things plainly and say okay what is, what is true what is false where are ethical problems if there are but what is true not just be quick to accept something and I think because I think we do live in an age that seemingly elevates some things mm-hmm. um, that that seems by some sections more embraced because they're on the fringe. Right. And actually they're from a source that is less robust and we're not quite sure where it's come from compared to other sources that there's more checking and is you know more widely available it's clearer where it's come from and that sort of thing so I think the the Christian point of view, we should we should be discerning mm-hmm. in this and look for what is true what is helpful um and and think about things like this critically mm-hmm. um and so I don't think it's like jump, jumping on or oh, you disagree with me I talked about that in the message just because someone disagrees with you doesn't mean all right I rebuke No, no what is true And if we're embracing things that are not true or not looking into it, that's not being conscientious with our treatment of truth. And I think that's really important. I think even on particularly one on this vaccine. And even by saying that, I know maybe some people in our church will contact me and say, well, you need to look at this. I'm happy to have that conversation with people because I'd rather look at at all the information and and talk that through. And I encourage people to do that. Um, But personally, I I would encourage others to to get the vaccine.
1: Everything you want to say? No, that's (laughs) (laughs) good. Right, we have have quite a few questions, so I'm going to just dive in. So, first one. Thank you for your questions. Very good questions. Um, So, first one What happens when we rebuke someone and they refuse to accept responsibility and actually get worse towards you?
2: Shall
0: I? Yeah, you go, go ahead.
2: Um, I think we have to realize that this is a process. You know, it's not that I rebuke someone, they repent. It's not like that, that we're all human beings with our own frailties and, it's a process. Sanctification in our lives is a process. So sometimes people will be able to respond straight away because they can see it and own it. And we don't want people to kind of repent because we say so. Mm -hmm. It should be a matter of their heart. And sometimes people need a little more time for their hearts to catch up. Mm -hmm. So I would say that um, it's not necessarily going to be immediate. It may take a little while. And um, that we should pray for people, Mm -hmm. for God to speak to them about it and in the meantime sometimes we may lose something of relationship Mm -hmm. if somebody's not seeing something but actually that's not our responsibility our responsibility is to speak the truth in the first place um, and then to pray for them Mm. Um, so yeah that's good
0: yeah I think um, in cases like this or topics like this Jesus calls us to do what's right That's the onus on us, to to do what is right, to do what is loving, to do what is helpful. He doesn't say, if you do this, this will automatically, in every case, happen as a result. And that is difficult. We live in a a fallen world, and we we, we don't know exactly how someone's going to receive it. And also just to, to add underline the fact that whenever we rebuke someone we 're not going to do it perfectly no. <laughs> and 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 so it's, it's important to be open to that as well that as Christine said, it may become a more dialogue you know and, you know, come back. You said this, but is that true? And is that, let's talk, so we understand, okay, where the correction is and where someone might be right or wrong. So, but it's important to do that with an attitude of humility mm. on both sides. Um, mm. But yeah, there's no sort of guaranteed results for this. However, and, and often that can be the fear. I don't want to rebuke someone because yeah. I don't know how this is going to go. And we, all, we all feel that, like mm. that. And that's, as Christine said, you know, one area that we, You're just going to have to trust God for that. Well, it's a a step of faith to do this. God's going to be entrusting them to God in one sense or entrusting the situation to God. Mm -hmm. And that's not a bad place to be, to be in a place of faith. I'm not in control here, but God is. And I'm going to try and do what's right in this.
1: That's really good. All right, next one. Um, So, Matt, you talked about creating an environment around you that humbly welcomes rebuke. How do you go about doing this?
0: Well, I probably would say, um, use your discernment, but I think sometimes it is appropriate to give people permission to explicitly say, you know, um, if, if you see something in, in our relationship or see something that I'm doing that is wrong, please call me out on it, like literally have that conversation. I think that is a mature conversation to have. now. You, I don't think it would be helpful to you to have that with everyone, every friend that you have or everyone in the household or, or your whole, you know, a dozen people at work, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But there might be the two or three yeah. and it p- potentially would be helpful for the two or three in a certain environment. So if it's in the workplace, you know, your, your friend is not going to see you in the workplace. But the, as we've been talking about, there could be blind spots or things that you're doing that are not helpful. So it might be one person that's in the workplace that you trust, that you, you know is going to do this. Well, because that's the other thing. You don't want to just give permission to someone that's actually going to be destructive in your life, mm. um, someone that you, your, whose opinion you trust, you know, you know, their heart is for you and wants to be helpful. Mm. Um, so, actually, stating that, I think that is the, um, that, that is the way to go about it. once because mm-hmm. like, you may not, if you if you don't ask for it, you're not going to get it, perhaps.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. um, there's another question that came in about, like, giving permission. So does someone who wants to rebuke another need that person's permission? It might be slightly different. Yeah.
0: No, I don't think so. But I think probably what I'll underline is what I said in the message about it being an appropriate context. Um, and I think you just have to use your... <laughs> use your discernment about that and sometimes you might get that right and sometimes you may get that wrong, but at least you're thinking thinking through that because um, it, 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 <laughs> I rebuke my, my son all the time. <laughs> he does not welcome it but it's appropriate because I'm his father and it's, I know it's helpful for him and that sort of thing mm-hmm. so it, you know and there might be other dynamics other relationships that we have that it is appropriate whether someone is explicitly said yes please do this to me mm-hmm. for me or not um, so it, it, it depends it depends on the context but I wouldn't say no you, you have to get permission um, mm-hmm. but I think that thing of creating the right atmosphere is also helpful
2: mm, I think if um, we relied on those that we gave permission to we might find ourselves People that we think will be kind and <laughs> yes, nice perhaps. to us, and actually, sometimes it does take someone from outside our circle who's seen yeah. something um, to point something out to us because yeah. you know a group actually can be affected by the same thing too, and mm, it may be mm, that your peers mm. don't see it either. Yeah, mm. that's, a good that's a really
1: good point. That's a really good point. Nice, okay. Um, what are Christians supposed to do in the face of bullying or oppression?
0: Bullying is not Christian, and so uh, hopefully I made that clear in the sermon that I think anything that constitutes as bullying is not what Jesus is advocating here and Jesus would be very uh, against that because I think everything we're saying is that we're treating people uh, in love and looking to serve them and help them. Bullying is when we belittle people, when we make uh, you know personal attacks and that sort of thing and so if we are if we are being bullied I think it's uh, appropriate to respond. Now the correct response it depends it depends on the on the circumstance um, but I wouldn't think well you know as a Christian we necessarily have to do well we'll just put up with it then um, no there might be um it may even be response to to, to stand up and say no this is not right and wh- whether it's we're receiving it or we see it in someone else probably especially if we see it happening to someone else to stand, a Christian response could well be to say that's not right see what's going on here and, and, ch- and challenge that I think um and, and that can be risky and that can be fearful. But again, we go back to what we were saying before, praying about it, getting mm-hmm. faith with something, even um, you know, speaking to others, Christian friends perhaps, about the situation. How, how do you think it's right to respond here? You know, I can't give an answer that's gonna speak to every situation, but actually using wisdom and, and praying about it and that sort of thing. It, there should be a response. We shouldn't just say, well, you know, it's not my place to say. No, no part of being a follower of Jesus is to say, no, this is right and this is wrong. And this actually, yeah. we, what we want is, is um, a healthy community. We want that in the church. We want that in the workplace. We want that in our homes. Mm-hmm. And if we have any power or opportunity to bring that about and bring in the wisdom of Jesus into a scenario... And that's part of what it means to look like to follow Jesus.
2: Yeah, I think that if people are being bullied or oppressed, they're very vulnerable Mm. and they feel powerless. So I think it may be hard for them to speak to the person concerned, but I would, you know, like the scripture says, bring a brother alongside Mm. you. You could take somebody else with you. If it's in a work setting, maybe go to HR or whoever's responsible for that. Uh, and get them to go with you might be an appropriate first step. Yeah, yeah, Um, brilliant. Yeah, that's really good. Thank you. Um, uh, A couple more questions.
1: So, my brother and father have sinned a number of times against my husband. We have tried to restore, but they have not repented and continue in their actions. Are my husband and I at fault if we choose to not continue in the relationship until these things are addressed?
0: Good question. I guess my answer would be, don't know because there's much more in that situation that I don't know about. So I don't want to give an answer one way or the other um, bec- because I need I would need to know more about the situation. So I guess my encouragement to you, if you're not already, to um, get an elder, a pastor, if you're in this church, uh, in, in, involved in the situation uh, and say, this is a situation, you know, um, and, and, and work that work that through <laughs> with, with them because I would probably um, add to that that I guess maybe other questions might be similar about um, if if we have rebuked and someone's not received it, like well, what do we do? Well, I, 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 in, in one sense, you, you've done what you can do and you can't, um, you can't force someone, you know, Jesus talked about rebuke and then repent and then forgive. You, you can't force someone to repent. I know so if 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 you've done what you can do to restore the relationship but it's clear that no no that's going to take both parties to do it then you're just going to have to perhaps draw a line trust that to God whatever but you can't force someone to repent and you know just going back to them and rebuking again and again and again is probably not going to be helpful in you know if, if, if someone's objective was to ask them <laughs> whether you, you have spoken to them and whether they know what you think that's probably enough because if they disagree they're probably you saying it again is probably not going to yield a different result but
1: yeah,
0: yeah that's what I'd
1: that's um, final question. I think, we're, I think we're coming to the end. Yeah. Um, can we rebuke non-Christians when we are in conversations and they gossip about others?
0: Hmm. Can we? Hmm. Can
1: we rebuke non-Christians when we are in conversations and they gossip about
2: others? I, I think we just probably wouldn't say, I am rebuking you. We wouldn't be using that term. But we would uh, be certainly, uh, I think, uh, it's appropriate to say that I don't think that it's right to gossip about other people. Um, I don't think it's uh, good for the workplace. I don't think it's good for the other person. Have you thought about how they fit? You can do it in mm-hmm. different ways, can't you? You can introduce that conversation. I think um, if it becomes a serious problem, again, that might be another management type. You yeah, said in a yeah, workplace, yeah. didn't you? Um, Did you? Uh, it just to come rebuke non-Christians when we are in conversation. Oh, can right, when we're in be? conversation. Yeah. I, I I just don't I just think that the way we handle it is that we we are uh, what does the scripture say? It's talking about being gentle gentle as doves. Doesn't it?
0: Right. <laughs> we both I do not know what you're referring uh, to, but yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, yeah, that um yeah I think it's appropriate to say something.
0: Yeah I I think I mean in the passage I read out Jesus saying when your brother sins and so I think um, he would be talking to a community there that would be I suppose religiously connected to one another so you could say well he's just talking to the church. I'm not sure you could make that concrete case that this is only applies to the church but certainly one of the things that is I would say implicit in that is there is some sense of connection relationship so I would say it's not so much about whether someone's a Christian or not Christian it's where there's a relationship of trust there Um, and I think that is is an, an opportunity where Rebuke, correction can be constructive rather than destructive. If there's not a relationship with there, if it's someone who, who you don't know that well, don't spend much time to, you jumping in and say, well, you're wrong and I'm a Christian. I'm gonna tell you how you, no, and that's not, that's not your job right. because you're a Christian to, to point out the faults of um, uh, others who are not because you know, you should be busy enough in the church. There's plenty of faults. <laughs> you don't need to go outside, for example. No, but I think that it's not, it's not our posture to to be like that. My role as a Christian is to point out the faults of others. No, your role as a Christian is to love one another, whether that's in the church, whether that's out the church. Yeah. If there is a relationship, is there a, is there a trust and a friendship that you think actually this bringing this up is going to be helpful? I can win someone around, I can, uh, and you know, it's going to be helpful to them. The way that I can best love my friend and serve them is to do this. Then they're right to do it. Mm-hmm. So there's again, there's no sort of clear answer, but it's like. Asking that question: Is this going to be helpful? Is it going to be loving? Even if it's painful in the moment, is it going to actually help the relationship and the relationship of our friendship group to do this? Mm. Then I think you know, take take heart, take mm. courage, pray about it, take faith, and then trust trust God for the results of it as well. The
2: thing is, this is very countercultural, isn't it? Mm. So so it can feel very yeah. difficult, and we do have to find ways of doing this appropriately yeah. for yeah. whoever, whether it's somebody inside the church. Or outside the church if we were in that situation. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's really good. good. I think that is everything from today. Brilliant. There we go. What have we got to look forward to next week?
0: Ah, uh, always ask me and I always forget, don't know.
1: Stephen Great. On is it Stephen Dawson <laughs> Stephen Dawson on Dawson vulnerability? Stephen Dawson on vulnerability. vulnerability. There we go. Well, we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> have a good week. Bye. Bye.